Okay, there we are. Now we're on the podcast. <laughs> if you've listened to it before, you know sometimes our recorder turns off, and it did it did it just then. We're so back. we're back. It's talking grit with Cassie and Marisa, and we have Sam Bomlier. Bomler. Sam Sargent. He's been coming for a while. Um, Sam is a physical therapist with Pro Sport PT. Yes. She's wearing the t-shirt, but I actually did, oh, um, I did remember that um, from the first go around. <laughs> we do this sometimes. It's okay. Whatever. So you are a physical therapist. Yes. Tell us, like, give us the full. Okay. The so full I'm a physical therapist by trade. Um, I am over at Pro Sport Physical Therapy. We have four locations um, and we're not far from this Miss uh, Grit over here who's established it. We've got uh, Laguna. We're, I'm at Newport Mesa, borderline Bristol, off cross, cross from Bone Adventure. And then we have a Rancho Santa Margarita and a Palos Verdes we just opened. It's probably been open three months now. Great um, locations. Yeah, they're great spots. Um, obviously very close mm-hmm. to the same as your guys' branching. So um, two, three of the locations are sports performance training for kids, adults, college age athletes. Um, we are a sports um, physical therapy. However, we treat all ages. We have six-year-olds. We got ninety-some-year-olds. Um, anybody who thinks they're an athlete is welcome. They have to be able to get on a table. That's like step yeah. one. Um, and then I'm not only a physical therapist, but I'm also the clinic director at that location. So, pretty excited about that. It's fun. It's a good big shot. Oh yeah, it's a good team. It's awesome. Um, well, we thought it would be good to bring you in because. And we hear things all the time. Yeah. Well, before I, I know Marisa wants to ask you a question first because it's the most important question. It is the most important. Well, I was just wondering how you found Grit Cycle. So I'm an avid Pilates goer, and I was attending. I know I was attending a Pilates class that also had Cycle, and it wasn't enough for me. And then luckily, I was moving to Costa Mesa. Um, my now husband, he, he and I moved to Costa Mesa. And, I really don't know. I kind of heard buzz, maybe, I think. I was scared to death because I wasn't good at it. Um, I rode the back row, me and Sandy Daly. Hold it down. Okay. She was my first She's friend. Amazing. I know. Yes. So, um, She's a good I welcomer. Rode, I, it took me three months, I'll be honest. It took me yeah. a long time to like get it and figure it out. And then um, I think the one thing that allowed me to keep coming was I'm a big, I'm a family person. Um, I love my family. I'll do anything for my family. And when I started working at Pro Sport, that was one thing. Anyone who walks in the door is family. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. You become our little community and we'll treat you like family. And I think over time, as I kept going to grid, I kept realizing that like this is my other family. This is my other community. And and it's, I get it, like, I get excited to show up and see on my times what so-and-so is doing and how the weekend was or how the instructors were and stuff like that. And so I think that's what made me stay committed and want to keep coming is that's what eventually reeled me in and I don't think there's any other option, you know. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Episode over. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. We will pay you Thank later you. for that. And it's a family organization. Do you come in the mornings? Or I do. I come mornings. Um, I have to come early because i got to get to work. Right. Um, I was coming, um, my girl Lee Beach and Katie, but then Katie went and left me and I had to leave Lee. So um, I'm finding my new group now, which is actually kind of cool because it's make, forcing me outside of my comfort a little bit. Yeah of not having people I know um, and I'm getting up earlier um, and then I have only come like afternoon a couple times Okay. but I hear afternoon's pretty fun too because yeah. everybody's just trying yeah. to wipe the day yeah which is good 
I love that. Yeah. So we thought it would be good for you to come in and give us, um, I don't know, some of your like best tips for maybe things that you see mm -hmm. going on in the classes where people could maybe get more out of their workout yep. um, from a, um, I was going to say ergonomical yep. or, absolutely, you know, just, I don't know, let's just like dive right so in. So I think the first thing to say off the start is obviously I'm a physical therapist, but you can't learn everything through a YouTube channel or a podcast. So obviously if anyone's injured, you could try it, but I don't recommend it unless of course you feel like it's a safe move for you. So if anyone's in pain, things that I may mention, I want anyone to try. They're very simple over the like counter kind of ideas, but um, obviously if you're in pain, just come see me <laughs> because it's not for everyone. Um, but one, a lot of the things that I think you know, when we talked about coming and doing this, I thought, okay, what what is it that I teach daily? What is it that I talk about daily? And I think the biggest impact that we have as physical therapists, yeah, we're doctors and all that kind of stuff, but it's it's um, it's not about what we can do with our hands all the time, it's how we can educate people and how to educate people to restore their normal movement, right? And so if, say you get injured, say you hurt your knee, and all of a sudden that pain causes you to walk different, okay? That's gonna cause you to just start new, new habits. Mm -hmm. And those new habits, old saying, die hard. So if those new habits become your new new, then you might not be moving how your body normally should. So a lot of times what I notice is it's not that you're riding wrong, mm -hmm. and it's not that you're not riding um, technologically perfect, it's that your body has learned how to ride in a pattern that is eventually going to lead to your body telling you it doesn't like it, mm -hmm. or it's not as efficient, or you can't keep up, and you're not right. You can't. You probably you guys get a lot like I can't ride that fast. Like how do I get to go that fast? The biggest thing I notice is is your glutes, like getting in your butt. You guys say it all the time. Sit back on your bike, and I sit there every time you say it, and of course I hear you and I do it, and I'm all excited, and I think I wonder how many people actually know what that means. Right? Like, what does that mean? Does that mean um, you're just sitting your butt back? Because there's a lot of weight. Are you actually squeezing your butt? Right? You know, I, Katie jokes all the time. I'm walking around squeezing my butt. <laughs> but like, what does that actually, you know, sitting your butt back just doesn't automatically find your butt muscles. It doesn't just, if you don't know how to find them, you're not going to find them by just doing that. So a lot of times I tell people to think about where your weight is in your heels. Mm -hmm. Right? And so one of the things I even, I even went over with Katie yesterday was if you stand on your tippy toes and go up into a calf raise, right? and you go to squat, you're gonna be all in your knees and the front of your thighs, right? Mm -hmm. You're not really gonna be able to find your butt muscles because mm -hmm. you can't get back. If you flatten your feet and try to sit back in it and actually get your butt muscles in it, you're gonna be able to go all the way around the bike and that's gonna pull into your glutes and your hamstrings more, right? Mm -hmm. But guess what? That why that's so important is that's gonna actually offload your quads. It's gonna offload your hip flexors, right? How many of us cyclers all have hip yeah. flexor stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then what that's gonna do is allow your abs to actually work. How many times do you guys tell everyone to fire your abs, get your abs going, because you get back pain, right? So in my, when I was thinking about how to explain it, if people could figure out how to get their butt muscles working better on a bike, one, you're gonna go faster, two, you're gonna be more powerful, you're gonna be able to add more resistance, but also you're gonna be able to find your abs eventually. Don't you think adding more resistance would help? Yes. So, so I, that's my biggest thing is I, right. I, that's how I learned right. is I, I PT myself all the time on the bike. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> such a nerd. I know. Um, but I, I, I did, I added more resistance yeah. and I was okay with just being heavier resistance and being okay with that, which is hard because you want to keep up. You want to go fast. Yeah. But being able to put that resistance, right. You can, I always say, think of like a clock going around your bike. 
right? The tip top is your 12. We'll call that three, six, and nine. Mm -hmm. If you can get your heel down from three o'clock all the way to nine o'clock, ideally, that means you can't, you can't go this way. Mm You got to come through with that heel, which would be mm-hmm. the same scenario as sitting back on your heels. Then you're going to be able to engage those muscles more and figure out how to pull up with them, right? Cueing right then. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Yeah, you, and lead with your heels. Yeah, yeah. lead with, with your heels. heels. And, and I think yeah. um, when we go fast, we end up wanting to lead with our toes. Mm-hmm. And when we lead with our toes, we might get our calves going, but then we're all in our quads. We're all in the front of our knee, which is what causes knee pain, right. um, and or causes you know the body to just show you that your habits are not in the right format right do you feel that in certain instances I know we have a lot of athletes that come in and they do have they've had reconstructive surgery but if um, if the doctor gives them the approval do you think that coming to a spin class will help with that rehabilitation and I'm noticing more I can't speak for all of them Um, it's not it's not from the horse's mouth I guess we should say but a lot of doctors are actually okaying cycle classes sooner Mm -hmm. um, than they ever have before things have changed a lot medically things are a lot faster in progression with surgeries and stuff like that especially knee surgeries Um, but they're recommending it because it's obviously Obviously, body weight offloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have to get out of this, the the um, saddle, and grit is so comfortable in that, you don't have to do what you guys are all doing, and everybody's okay with that. You yeah. can be you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I always Just encourage. Not in the front row. Yes, I know. <laughs> don't I know. throw everybody else. I know. Out. I know. <laughs> I'll stay in the back. But um, <laughs> so I think ultimately they're recommending that a lot sooner. They're. Um, it's a, it's it's safe to do it to to a certain degree and far enough out and obviously someone's got to clear you for it and that's the biggest thing but yeah absolutely um, I'm noticing a lot of my um, athletes get stronger faster when they integrate biking on their own outside of it mm-hmm. even if it's just a stationer at the gym you know yeah good. so something to be said for that non-impact yep. non weight bearing yeah ish type workout yeah. that um for a rehabilitative absolutely thing yeah it's, a lot of runners turn it i mean i yeah. used to run daily and i'm a, now i'm indoor cycle not because i don't i'm uh, pretty much like forrest gump running but <laughs> like i'm the girl on the side where you should probably give me the card <laughs> but um i it's huge it's such a difference on your body it makes you last yeah. longer, you know? Yeah. So when you talked about, so you talked about engaging the glutes and that's yes. a big thing for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would agree too, especially when you're just saying about um, people wanting to be able to ride faster, go faster. Yes. I find that as soon as somebody wants to do that, they're leaning forward on their bike and it's all in their quads and the quads give out way faster mm-hmm. than the yep. glutes yep. any day of the week. Yep. Um, so I think that's a big one. But what about upper body? Because I think that's another place where people so, could use some tips. I agree. And I think um, that's a hard one because in all actuality, right, you have to have the feet first to do the upper body properly. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the competitive nature of most people is to want to do it all, right? We want to get in there. We want to please you guys. We want to we want to act like we're on top of the game and, oh, they noticed me today. You know, it's just, it's just competitive. <laughs> You're competitive with yourself. You don't, I don't know that everybody cares about me. There are probably people that care about everybody else, but I, I'm just doing my thing, right? I'm like, oh, that was a good one today, you know? But I think upper body's hard because... Um, I think you either commit or you don't with the upper body stuff. I do notice that um, the ab work and all the other stuff that you guys add in, if you really think about the muscle, you'll actually work it better. Absolutely. And so I tell people all the time, like if you actually think about, right, if I sat there and I was like, I'm gonna do a bicep curl, I'm gonna do a bicep curl, I'm gonna do a bicep curl, I'm gonna do a 
I'm gonna hold this the whole time. I have no weight. My biceps are actually working. They're gonna fatigue. So I think if you were, when you guys all do your great comments on like, okay, fire your obliques, I really want you to work. You know, if you just tell someone, I want you to think about your abs. I want you to just know they exist, mm -hmm. right? I just want you to know that when you turn to the right, turn to the left, those abs are working. And then that'll help engage the rest of the upper body. The upper body is hard. I find that I get a lot of people have issues with, um, being able to find the right posture on the bike. Um, so they're either too far forward or not able to get those shoulder blades back. If I had one explanation in simple form for upper body is thinking about squeezing your shoulder blades, squeezing your shoulder blades back while you're doing a push up, um, while you're doing your start taps. That's the biggest way I think for people education wise, if I have someone come in, that's a cyclist and they're like, I have a hard time with my upper shoulder when I cycle. I'm like, when you drop, you should drop with your shoulder blades back. Mm -hmm. Don't drop here, you know, mm -hmm. drop back. And so a lot of that is core combined with your legs mm -hmm. to get the arm in position. But I think if people were to think about that daily, sitting at their desk, yeah, even just driving a car, picking up their kids, right? If you think about that, that's going to stabilize your upper back, which is then going to protect your neck too. Um, there's a lot of times if you um, overdo it with the push-up, it'll go into the neck too. So... Um, or you see people just doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not, no. you're not using the arms. Keep your head in line with your spine. The other thing that I found personally for myself is if I just let myself go. I see sometimes I think I, I try to be too strategic with my arm movements. And if I just get in the moment and let myself flow and think about, okay, a push-up, you're supposed to push down and you're supposed to push up. Mm -hmm. If you just think about that and let your body throw itself versus like trying to be hesitant, that's when you're going to start having all your issues, right? So... Um, I think a lot of people are timid and don't know exactly how to just be sometimes so on a they bike. Should come to the basics workshops. I, I agree. Absolutely, right? Yes. And I think that's huge because that'll give you the basics. Mm -hmm. And I think most of the time, if you can't get the upper body, it's just because you don't have the lower body. Because you can't do both fast and all off balance, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I was telling new people, just try to get your legs first. Yes. Try to get and that was the big difference for me. It was a huge difference for me to be able to go fast was really hard for me, really, really hard. And I think until I figured out how to find my glutes, I wasn't able to go fast enough because I wasn't able to sit back far enough to allow my legs to let go. You see um, people's hips tend to do that shimmy and that shift. Yeah. yeah. It's because you're not getting back in the joint to allow to go back and you're not stabilizing from the core, right? And I think they're afraid to put resistance on because when they're going fast, they don't want to yeah. think it's going to be harder, yeah. but it actually can give you some support yes. and help you yes. find that. Yep, absolutely. And yes. I think everybody has their own resistance tone too. Mm -hmm. So what I might think is heavy versus someone else, you know, right. even if it's right. just one extra little half Everything turn, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. That it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't. it doesn't. No, I <laughs> agree. It some. It I agree. Some. And some days I, I'll be honest, I don't crank it up. Some days yeah. I just want to ride. But if you could think about, I think Katie and I were having a conversation yesterday about how to get back in the saddle maybe because you're scared or there's something going on with your body and I crank up the resistance and think about what you're using mm -hmm. you know maybe it's your right glute is not firing and you got some other issues going on think about when you go back and forth can I fire my glute when I get on that right and then think about that and then that'll retrain the muscle to be like oh I got this like I know this needs to work right so sometimes that'll help repattern you, and then all of a sudden you get to that fast song. You're like, "Oh, I'm killing this song! <laughs> this is great!" You know, because it know your body knows what it's supposed to do, yeah. which is that same t subject of 
retraining how to move properly yeah right and retraining how your body should move essentially i think that's um i would kind of challenge anybody that's listening to this right now is that you know off we so oftentimes talk about coming to grit cycle and just kind of letting go of our day the stress and everything and getting on the bike and just kind of letting go and just letting the music move you but it is always especially myself and marisa we both have a lot of background in anatomy um a lot of you guys do a lot of us do but you know since the three of us are sitting here (laughs) (laughs) between the three of us i mean we could rule the world i know know. (laughs) but to i mean i myself will go take class and i will not be thinking about the muscles that are that I'm supposed to be using and I'm just there to let go of my day or whatever. But I would challenge anybody that's listening to take a week and every class that you go to, uh, think about mm-hmm. your abdominal muscles. I think the three of us will throw around the word core. Yeah. A lot, yes. assuming that people know what that, that means, means and yeah. we'll ha- maybe we'll have to explain. Belly button to your spine belly button to your spine yes, it's not your cool 12 pack abs it's not the 12 pack everybody has a 12 pack right there's six muscle group there's six <laughs> muscles that you see one in my crop top. that's it <laughs> <laughs> i got two people that's about it. <laughs> but to think about their core think about their glutes thinking about their their upper body their posture like sam said squeezing the shoulder blades together i think another cue that we use is um pulling your uh, armpits down yes, your one. waist yep. or you know your armpits into your pockets yep. and then yep. the shoulders back kind of thing yep. but so that's my challenge for everybody that's listening or watching yeah, it'll make a big difference pay attention to your anatomy for a week in your classes and see what changes yeah yeah you'd be you surprised because you could probably pull yourself out of a lot of things that maybe doesn't feel right mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have an issue or you're in pain no. right most people aren't most people don't even know it's great yeah so you could change your world by just initiating change how you think about things right? getting a little more efficiency mm-hmm. out of your workout yeah. on the bike absolutely would so be good yeah would be great what are um if you had a couple tips for us for post-workout oh um stretching <laughs> so um i think a couple of you always say this isn't enough stretching it's mm-hmm. still and i'm one i have and to so leave. many people cut out yes, right after that yes. final and i yep. have to usually because i gotta yeah. go to work but i'm at work stretching while i'm stretching people <laughs> so, <laughs> so i kind of get lucky where it's like okay i'll catch it elsewhere mm-hmm. um i think the biggest issue um if you think about your body, right, you stretched before an activity to just prepare yourself. But what you don't realize is while you do that activity, you get stiff again. And so then you need to stretch after. But what people don't realize is you're just maintaining at that level, mm-hmm. right? You get people all the time, oh, I'm so stiff. I never get more flexible. Well, you have to stretch on top of that too, right? So if you actually want to see um, improvements in your flexibility, improvements in how you feel, you can't just do pre-workout or not even post-workout, you kind of, those are musts. Then you got to do stretching maybe later in your day because then you go walk around all day and you go do your daily routine. Maybe you're driving a lot. Maybe you sit at a desk all day and then you don't stretch again. Mm-hmm. So that that reiterates stiffness as you're just cooling down and calming down, right? Um, so, I mean, and on average, I tell athletes, they most of them, it's their job. They should be doing it three, you know, three times, four times a day because of what their activity levels are. So, to me, people who walk into grit, there's still there's still an athlete in there. Yeah. Right. I don't care what age you are or how what shape you're in. You're right. still working out, and your body still craves that same type of flexibility. So, I think stretching is a huge one. Obviously, water intake. Um, do you 
I think I heard somewhere that in order for the stretch to be really effective, you have to hold it for a minimum of 30 seconds. Is that? So we typically um, do about two to three sets of 30 seconds um, and you want to do both sides. So that's kind of like the standard. I would say the longer you hold it, the better Mm -hmm. Um, and the more you have patience because your body will, I guess, attenuate to the new, new, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to allow you to get used to what it is. And so sometimes it sometimes it um forces you to actually relax into it which is why yoga right is one thing that people find very successful is because you're being forced to stand in a posture for so long um and that gives you that that flexibility over time right but you got to work at it it's not just you go to one class and you're a gem right like anything so stretching water um all both things I'm so super good at it's like I'm so good at water and stretching Um, but other than that you know that whatever makes you feel good yeah there's so many things out there there's so many ways um to I don't well I don't know what I was just reading oh I was was reading the Costa Mesa patio the girls were talking about (laughs) how they rehydrate and you know there's a million things out there yeah and it was interesting to hear two different viewpoints just from reading that um that's our Facebook group. Yeah, sorry. It's Facebook called the Costa Mesa Patio. If you're a Costa Mesa client, it's not about promoting anything. It's just about getting the community together and discuss things and discussing yeah, things. Um, some grit related, some not. So if you want to be a member, reach out and um, we'll add you. Yeah. And unless your name is Eric Beach, then you're not yeah. allowed to no. be on the Costa Mesa Patio. But he doesn't listen to these, so he won't get that memo. Yeah. We know that already. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would. Say say you know you can read all that kind of stuff I think if it if it works for you and it makes you feel good obviously it's not something that's going to harm you yeah go for it be I think punish, you know? the best like I always say the best exercise is the one that you'll do I know so, so the best so water beverage is the one that you actually drink yep. whether it has fruit in it totally. or yeah crystal light <laughs> <laughs> I mean Katie Osumi should have just been in this episode because <laughs> She's she's adding to it. (laughs) So we're going to finish up with one question. Okay. Matt usually asks it. Okay. So it's Matt's question. If you were going to have a billboard on Newport Boulevard. Why did I know this was coming? You knew it was coming. She didn't practice. If you were going to have a billboard on Newport Boulevard, what would your Mm -hmm. billboard say today? So um, I talked a little at the beginning about family. And um, my dad is a very prominent, um, wise word man. Um, And he's the type where he will um, say something that makes you think for a long time. And there's one phrase he's always said to me. And the only reason I would put it on a billboard is because I want to encourage other people to think about it. And it's attitude is a decision. Mm. 100%. And I think about it. Right? And so I think um, when I hear it, I think... How's my attitude today, right? Is it my fault that I have this attitude? Because mm-hmm. technically, it always is. Because dad, I know. That's great dad. And so I would put it up there because I just want people to drive by and see it. And I know it's super cheesy, but drive by and be like, "Well, why is my attitude bad or good today?" Mm-hmm. Right? Because you don't ever really think about it. You just think, "I'm in a bad mood." Right? I love it. And you yes. don't think like, "How am I going to fix it?" Yep. It's just like, "I'm in a bad mood." And sometimes that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes right? it's okay. But it's still a decision. I put that, it's always one of my hashtags every morning is attitude is everything and yeah. attitude is key mm. because yeah. I think your attitude towards everything you do Absolutely. sends the biggest message yeah. about the kind of person you yep. are yeah. and 
Everything so there's one other thing I want to tell you guys. And yes. Anybody who listens to this podcast, um, I talked to my management. And oh, if for yes. some reason you have any clients that are coming in saying they have pain, um, please come see us. We'll give a free consult to Grit Cycle people. So all oh, you have to do is you. just say Grit Cycle. Um, I'll let our front office know so they know. But if anybody's complaining of pain and they just want to know what's going on, um, we'll happily take them in. We'll happily see what's going on. Um, and even if it's just like a simple stretch that they need to do or if they're concerned about something that maybe is getting to the point where they're not sure what to do, you don't need to see a doctor first. Just come to us and then we'll help explain it. So oh, thank you. That's yep. awesome. Anybody's welcome. Yay. You don't we'll have put, to see me. We have a lot of great employees too. Well, we should all see it. We'll put that in the, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. That's the official okay. word, the official yeah. title of yeah. that. Uh, so you can follow Sam on Instagram yes. at ProSportPT. And we'll put that in the show notes also. So it'll be on the YouTube channel. It'll be in the show notes for the podcast. And I'm sure in our social media yeah. around there too. Absolutely. And um, I know you have your personal one also. I do. It's uh, Sammy Baum. S-A-M-I-B-A-U-M. Yes. It's private, but that's not just because I don't want to be friends with people. It's just because there's a lot of people that come <laughs> through my life. And I just want to make sure that we pick the right one. She's yes. selective. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you reached out to us. I think you're a wealth of information oh, for of sure. Anytime. So, I've got more questions, bring them. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you do have questions, pop them into our um, comments on our on the podcast or on Facebook or whatever, and we will make sure that you get connected with Sam and she'll answer them. Yep. Thank awesome. you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That was fun.